0: I've just been subjected to quite possibly the worst NFT shill that I've ever seen in my entire life. So today I'm going to dive into that, discuss all the things that I can learn from this, exactly what not to do. And the good thing about this is this actually goes way beyond NFTs. This is just selling in general. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real world value. So, of course, I get quite a few emails from different projects and different people that are trying to pitch something within Web3, whether they want to come onto the show, they want to get some interest, or whatever it might be. So... I opened up my email box and I see something with this project that is getting ready to mint right now. Or I should say it's already minting and it's for sale. And I'm not going to throw any shade at this particular individual. I'm not going to say their name or anything. So I'm going to have a couple blanks when I am reading through the email. But I just wanted to share this with you so you can see that how horrible this pitch absolutely is for all the obvious reasons I'm going to dive into it. But first and foremost, the subject line says, Minting now, own a piece of AI history. Blank is now available. Okay, that sounds very interesting, right? Got me to open up the email, see what's going on here. Now, as far as the body of the email, what's going on is, we're excited to introduce our latest NFT collection, Blank. Each NFT is a -a one-of-a-kind masterpiece digitally created by talented artists from around the world. You can own a piece of this exclusive collection and showcase your love for AI and Blank. By owning an NFT from the Blank collection, you'll be joining a community of passionate collectors who appreciate the creativity and uniqueness of digital art. To purchase your Blank, simply click on this link. Our collection is hosted on OpenSea, the largest NFT marketplace, ensuring a secure and easy transaction. Don't miss out on this opportunity to own a rare piece of digital art. Get your Blank today. Thank you for your continued support. Regards, The Blank Team. Okay, so for starters, I want to say that I did not click any links in this thing or anything. What I ended up doing was going directly to OpenSea, seeing what it was, the name of the collection, what have you, and I just typed in the information that was there. So if anyone's thinking I'm clicking random links and emails and what have you, no, don't worry. That is not the case. First and foremost, I do not have my wallet or NFT connections or anything connected to where I was going with this link anyways. So normally I check my emails and what have you on a completely different source. So God forbid, I do end up clicking some sort of link and what have you is not going to go connect and steal all of my NFTs. So with that said, being an NFT podcaster, I get quite a few of these types of things, but I have to say that by far, this is the worst one I've ever seen, and reason being is It all went downhill once you get past that subject line, which I thought was pretty good. However, this is a cold email. This is not something that I've ever been familiar with and what have you. And it's presented as if this is something that I should know about. This is a new project from a most likely an up-and-coming artist, someone who probably just discovered NFTs and AI and all this stuff. And it is obviously a rookie project. Now, when it comes to the actual thing, the closing of this email, which I will jump straight to, is how it says, thanks for your continued support. First of all, I said, this is a cold email, meaning I have no idea who these people are, this project, or anything of that nature. So saying thanks for your continued support, I think is absolutely just terrible because I'm not supporting it. I have no idea who they are or what they do. Now, the second thing that I have to say is when I did go to the OpenSea collection and That was, I would say, the right thing that they did do. This is hosted on the OpenSea storefront. So this is a contract directly in OpenSea because as bad as this is, I would say this is actually the one thing that they did get right because if anyone is going to purchase this, knowing that this is on the shared storefront contract at least they can think that, well, at least there's no bad code in there that's going to rip off their wallet or whatever. So if they do get anyone who actually bites this bait and wants to purchase one of these things, it is hosted there on OpenSea, so you don't have to go to their website, their contract, or anything of that nature. However, when you come to that page and you actually read the description, the description on the page is absolutely horrendous. One of the worst I've ever seen. Now, as far as what's going on, it says, this is the blank collection. Enjoy a historical NFT, be among the first users to own them, and one of the strongest ones in the near future. Very unique and rare. That's it. That is the description for the collection. Now, that doesn't say anything whatsoever. Then I go into the particular arts, which don't get me wrong, they're pretty cool. But, you know, when you see a lot of AI, NFTs, everything, you, you've seen a lot. So these things, even though they look pretty cool, it's not something to overwhelm you because we know the capabilities of Mid Journey, Stable Diffusion, Dolly, and all of these different projects that are doing AI generated content. The description of each is again nothing special the name of the collection is very generic the descriptions are not really saying anything that speaks to that piece or anything of that nature so of course I go over to the main contract or the main profile page itself and I start to look at some other ones now this art that is not a part of this particular collection so some of the other ones that they have made I have to say is really cool. Now, this is something that would catch my eye, does get a double look from me, and I thought it was really well done how they did these certain things, so that really was cool. However, again, the description on these is absolutely terrible. Doesn't say anything about the art, the artist, the specific piece. Each individual one is basically copied and pasted the exact description, And we see there's different tiers. Based on the amount that they were created within the particular collection, the price goes up. This is Polygon. This is something very cheap. So we're talking about a few dollars here and there, which is okay, cool, collecting this stuff. But as far as being a collector, being a part of this, There is no Twitter mention. There is no community engagement or anything. So I'm like, well, what sort of growing community could there possibly be? Because there is nothing linking to a community. Where are they hanging out? Where are these people that are supposedly collecting this and going to go forward? But of course, this is the blockchain. So I can simply go and click to see exactly where this is being collected. And unfortunately, it is not being collected. I see all the tokens that were made, all of them that were minted, and they're all held by the creator itself. So some of these are selling for only one Matic token, which is, again, not breaking the bank less than a dollar. However... In 2023, I can't believe that someone had actually rolled this out. The fact that they went through, did their research, found NFT podcasters, and was sending things out at least shows me that they're doing their homework as to finding out, well, where are the people that would congregate that would be interested in something like this. Now, if someone is going to go through all that effort to find out where these people are hosting their information, they're going to go to contact forms and send out all this information, you'd think they would spend a little bit more time understanding the community itself. And now, stepping back, I know it sounds like I'm picking on this project, what they were doing, what have you, and now I'm gonna step back and just really explain the broader picture of this and what we can take away from this. Number one, the fact that, there was a lot of copy and pasting, templati- templatizing information. Nothing was really adding value to each individual piece. I think that is absolutely terrible. We've seen multiple people do that with various collections, same description, same metadata, and so forth. Well, the whole thing with this is if this is an art piece. Each individual one should really tell some sort of story. Now, there is no problem with these. I'm looking at some of them are 100 in the collection. These are erc 1155 tokens on polygon meaning that of course each individual one is not going to be its own listing if you will on the OpenSea storefront you're just going to see each one by design and then those are going to be collected and you can see in there just basically like cards with multiple copies so let's say you have a pokemon card a multiple if each one is going to be ran off that is how the erc 1155 token standard is as opposed to the erc 721 in case you're not familiar with that but the pfp projects generative r projects those are 721 and these collectible ones 1155 make sense in certain scenarios. Well, with this one, you can see each one is not really moving. Okay, whatever. I understand this is a new collection, but the reason why I think this is a total disaster is, as I said, each art piece, if you're going to give me something that a thousand other people are collecting, the very least that you can do is make that unique. Tell a story about it because why should I care about it? If there are 10 in this collection and they all have the same description? Essentially, there's no difference between each piece. Sure, the art piece up front is going to be different, but why should I collect one over the other? Now, when it comes to sales and marketing, copying and pasting does not do very well. So that's one of the things, even with AI generated content and all that, that we're seeing right now, now we're seeing a lot of salespeople, whether it be with sales copy or marketing or anything of that nature, that's just throwing the stuff into chat and then copying and pasting. And they're realizing that it is just very generic. It does not do what they were hoping it would do. Sure. It was generated quickly. It saved them a lot of time, but if it's not converting, well, who really cares? And I say that in the sense that this is a copy and paste job. Most likely, this is something that could have been very well generated with AI, the email itself. And yeah, I can tell that there is no personalization in there. And from a marketing standpoint now, step outside of Web3, It does not matter if you are a local car detailer and you're trying to get clients. It does not matter if you're a real estate agent trying to sell houses or get listings. It does not matter if you are a local restaurant. If you're sending out a broad, generic, copy and paste marketing email it is not going to convert well. So what's the point of doing that? It would have been so much better if this particular person went into some Twitter spaces, maybe got into a couple of DMs after having conversations with people and sent out one by one, hey, so-and-so, I see that you were making some valid points in this Twitter space, and I just wanted to know what are your thoughts about this. I have a new project that's coming up. Check it out, so forth and whatnot. And just really personalize it to say, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is how it's going out. Now, sending out this broad overview blank, get email to, I don't know, however many people, and it's not really speaking to me as an individual, is a disaster. It's a complete waste of, I wouldn't even say, uh, I'm not going to say a stamp because obviously this is an email. You're not mailing anything out like a physical mailer. However, this is a waste of time and energy. Now, Just so happens that I happen to be a marketing nerd in addition to loving Web3, NFTs, and all of this stuff. So when I'm looking at this stuff and seeing how this marketing was actually done, how it was a complete disaster, is something that I could take away from, and this is something that could apply to sending out emails as an email marketer. It could speak to building a brand, multiple aspects of it. And my takeaway from this is that this person most likely just discovered NFTs and is jumping on the bandwagon or jumping on the train a little bit late and using marketing tactics that maybe would have worked two and a half years ago. But at this stage in the game, if you've been listening to the show, you know how we've evolved over time. Things have really stepped up. So from this, the worst show that I've ever personally seen, the only thing from this that I would say that would be worth copying or emulating or learning from as is something that was like positive is the fact that the email subject line, A+. Plus. Everything else, if there's anything lower than an F, I'll give it that. So with that said, I'd love to have a little fun. What is the worst shill that you've ever gotten when it comes to NFTs? Whether it is something with no utility whatsoever, someone's on the stage in the Twitter space, whatever it might be, I would love to hear about it. Please feel free to connect with me at Tropic Vibes on Twitter. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later.